Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Lots of stuff to cover today, including an attempted assassination against Vladimir Putin, a drone bomb from Ukraine exploding at the Kremlin. We'll get into that and so much more on today's program. We'll be joined by L from from uh, Big Dig Energy to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, some of what we've learned from the latest revelations. But I want to begin today with, well, the same video we began yesterday with, but I've added to it. I've added a little bit to it. Again, this is a, this is a work in progress. But we can talk so much about what the elites are doing, what the World Economic Forum and their ilk are up to. I really think it's so much more instructive just to see it for yourself, just to hear it in their own words. So again, it's a work in progress, but for my audience, I thought I'd give you a little preview again of what I'm working on. So here's uh, another compilation of clips from the World Economic Forum. You'll recognize the video from yesterday with a little bit of addition. It's, uh, It's crisis time, folks. Here's the World Economic Forum. Welcome to the annual meeting 2023. We couldn't meet at a more challenging time. We are confronted with so many crises simultaneously. This is a planetary crisis. Energy crisis, food crisis. The climate crisis. This is a safety crisis. It's a global uh, world crisis. A crisis. On top of a crisis. The cost of living crisis. The cost of living crisis risks undermining the fight against climate change. Mass extinction, air pollution, undermining ecosystem functions. Again, climate crisis, food crisis, the supply crisis. We are in a crisis. The great financial crisis. Polar crisis. In the past few years, we've faced so many crises. Wave after wave of crises. But above all, it is also a justice crisis. It's the other existential crisis we face, and that's the climate crisis. Scientifically, this is not a climate crisis. This crisis is much more than physical and environmental schisms. We are now facing something deeper. We have a deeply wounded spirit as a people. And of course, the other massive uh, ecosystem-mediated pathway between climate change and health is the impact on our mental health. Of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level. Young people are petrified about the future and that is having a substantial impact on their mental health. And causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Things like conflict. Xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come. Things like migration. From just a few million refugees. What about a billion? Things like uh, uh, the breakdown of society. We would lose our capacity for self governance on this world has a dramatic impact on the mental health of those populations we have to act crises are opportunities as well we can turn this crisis into actual an opportunity i think there's an excellent opportunity for collaborative efforts and public private partners partnerships what does it need to master the future 
will see the greatest industrial transformation of our times. To construct and to shape the future. Who develop and manufacture the technology that will be the foundation of tomorrow's economy. The future is not state capitalism or shareholder capitalism. The future is what I call stakeholder capitalism. To have a platform where all stakeholders of global society are engaged. We, select group of human beings, governments, business, civil societies, the young generation, are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. To master the future. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about. And the most critical fragmentation is between those who take a constructive attitude and those into the negative, critical, and confrontational attitude. We will eliminate those. We'll be right back. It's Wednesday, May 3rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very big show we have for you today. We'll take your calls throughout the second hour. We'll be joined by L from Big Dig Energy. Talk about Jeffrey Epstein in the third hour. Lots of videos to show you as well. Some interesting goings on in the world. We're also going to be talking a little bit about the Great Reset. Doesn't get talked as much about anymore, although I do see Klaus Schwab is trending on Twitter in the business and finance section. So it's still going on. Uh, but those who are behind the operation of whatever you want to call it, the Great Reset, Net Zero, uh, satanic, anti-human depopulation program, um, sustainable living, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Uh, they've decided to accelerate it. Previously, the deadline was 2030. They decided that's not, it's not quick enough. See, if they don't slam that door shut quick, we might realize we're in a prison. So they're really trying to expedite the process of digitizing humanity. And we'll get into what exactly that means. As again, we're in this weird realm of conspiracy where we're not theorizing anymore. We're not trying to figure out what the elites are up to. Now we're just trying to get normal people to understand what the elite are telling us. It's kind of a strange situation to be in. Yeah, it's just, it's, it really is just bizarre. I mean, especially when you have these sentiments coming from every possible angle. Got politicians and corporate leadership and just everybody in between just saying, yeah, we're, we're going to impose hate speech laws, and that means opposing us. So if you oppose us, I'm sorry, you're, you, that's hate. You're now filled with hate. We have to cure you. We have to protect you from your own hate. Brain implants, chemical dosing. You know, it's like it's just like you're in a bar and some guy's like pointing at your friend going, I'm going to fight that person. I'm going to punch that person in the face. And you're like, dude, 
you got to get out of here. You're, you're in danger here. You got to do something. That guy's huge and he's saying he's going to beat you up. And they're just like, I don't, why do you think you're going to be? He's like, because he's saying it, because he's telling you right now what he's going to do. Like, why, why, why do I have to convince you to protect yourself when the, your enemies are literally sitting there laying out in full detail what they're about to do to you? It's, it's a strange, strange situation to be in, but here we are. And so we'll get into all of that and we'll talk about what we can do to fight back against this. After all, it is a multi-front war and in a lot of ways, I was going to say they have us surrounded, but we also have them surrounded. <laughs> it's, it's a weird situation to be in. It's all very weird, but we'll get into all of it and more, your videos, phone calls, and of course, L from Big Dig Energy, all in today's program. But let's begin today as we do every day with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 3rd of May, 2023. Bolsonaro's home is raided in Brazil vaccine records probe because why not export this tactic around the world? Brazilian police on Wednesday raided former President Jair Bolsonaro's home and arrested two personal aides as part of an investigation into falsified COVID-19 vaccination records. Two sources familiar with the matter says the investigation may answer questions about how Bolsonaro, a strident coronavirus skeptic who vowed never to get the COVID vaccine, was registered as vaccinated in health records made public in February. Again, what is there even I mean, the number of things wrong about this. I mean, obviously, just like is happening here in America, they're not targeting year Bolsonaro because they're just desperately trying to round up the vaccine fraudsters. This is a political move, just like the charges against Trump are political move, right? Show me the man. I'll find the crime. In this case, the crime that they've been able to create is one of the weirdest crimes ever. Just a, just a strange fact that this would even be considered. A, the crime is that they forced people to get the vaccine. That, that's the real crime that was committed. But in this case, because you're a Bolsonaro didn't either didn't want to be forced to take a medical intervention that he personally didn't want or then lied about the fact that he did again just none of this makes any sense until you see it through the lens of we're dealing with a worldwide superstructure of incredibly corrupt people who still have to act in a way that gives them the sheen of legitimacy it's it's a very simple parallel construction uh, strategy that they're working with right now goes something like this go arrest your political opponents but don't make it look like you're arresting your political opponents okay well then we'll say it has something to do with a campaign fraud or vaccine fraud yeah, whatever it doesn't matter just go arrest your political opponents but hey we're the west we're the free democratic west so you know arrest your political opponents in a way that gives just the most fraudulent and and thinly veiled sheen of legitimacy makes no sense at all moving on texas manhunt ends after suspect accused of killing five neighbors 
found hiding in a laundry pile. The man accused of killing five of his neighbors with an AR-15 rifle in their Texas home was arrested Tuesday after a tip led authorities to a house less than 20 miles from where the crimes took place, officials said. The arrest of Francisco Oropesa, 38, in the city of Cut and Shoot, Texas, uh, marked <laughs> – got to love Texas. That's the name of a town, Cut and Shoot. That's the old Texas. Oh, the old Texas. Old Texas was cute. Yeah, it's funny. You you look back at like pre Civil War era America, and it's just like there's there's a town in Texas got absorbed into Austin a while ago. It's a little town called Sprinkle. You can just picture these old West cowboys, big mustaches, spitting tobacco in the spittoon, being like, "We're gonna make a town. I think we'll call it Sprinkle." I'm gonna bring my lady in here. I'm gonna be the mayor of Sprinkle. <laughs> it's just it's like. Yeah, not anymore. No, not anymore. No, now we're infested with illegal immigrant uh, mass murderers apparently found uh, hiding in a uh, laundry basket as they attempt to escape the law. It's not not so cute anymore. Meanwhile, the Tucker Carlson saga continues. Quote, not how white men fight. Tucker Carlson texts reportedly worried Fox to Fox bosses, a racist text message. Allegedly sent by former Fox News host Tucker Carlson, set off alarm bells. <laughs> the racism alarm started going off. The racism siren. <laughs> wee -oo, wee -oo. Racism. Somebody doesn't hate white people. Send in the firefighters. Hose them down. It includes the line, quote, this is not how uh, – it's not how white men fight. The message allegedly shows Carlson describing how a group of Trump supporters beat up an Antifa kid. Carlson allegedly described the encounter as, quote, three against one at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. Yeah, we'll get into this a little bit later. I think I'm figuring out what's behind all the racism in this country. No joke. I think it's literally just that white people have high standards. Because you realize that when you look at all the propaganda where they're just like, here's why being on time is an aspect of white supremacy. Here's why eating healthy is really – you're a Nazi if you think you should eat healthy. It's just like you know, white people don't just impose high standards on other people. They impose it on themselves too. Anyway, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Biden to send 1,500 troops to U.S.-Mexico border as Title 42 deadline ends. They're expecting a massive surge, total collapse at the border. Thankfully, we'll have 1,500 American men there to expedite the process. They'll be there to make sure the invasion happens smoothly and safely, sir. Yes, sir. Bring the in illegal immigrants further into the city. Give them children to rape. Yes, sir. 1,500 soldiers going to U.S.-Mexico border. Not a single one of them going there to prevent anybody from crossing the border. They're going there to expedite the process, just so we're clear. The border was already collapsed, two million in a single year, just getting started. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid Still highly toxic, but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, 
who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsTore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal. Infowarsstore.com is how you go to support us. During the break, I just mixed up my frothy mug of Turbo Force Plus. It really is, it really is incredible. It really is delicious. It really is um, powerful. It's powerful stuff. And uh, I encourage you to go buy yourself a canister right now on sale. Infowarsstore.com keeps us in the fight, keeps us reporting things that nobody else will. And I'm sort of surprised that this story hasn't gotten more traction. Putin targeted in a terrorist assassination attempt by drone. The only place I found this was Infowars.com and Zero Hedge. You know, I, I go through a, a ton of aggregation sites to find stories on a routine basis. Normal, one, you know, uh, mainstream normie ones like Google News, but also things like Citizen Free Press. I didn't see that. And, of course, you know, Gateway Pundit, of course, Infowars, Newswars.com, and all those. Uh, Infowars and Zero Hedge had this story, but nobody else did. You would expect something like this to be on the top of Google News as they are eager to tell you everything that's going on in Ukraine in one certain direction. There's the video of it. Seems kind of, uh, yeah, there's the drone flying in extremely close up. This is the clearest video to have surfaced thus far, which appears to show that the Kremlin is calling, uh, what the Kremlin is calling an assassination attempt targeting President Putin. The video is remarkably close and shows the inbound flight path of the drone as it flew over the Kremlin perimeter. A small explosion briefly sets fire to the rooftop of the struck main building, which houses presidential offices and may have resulted in minor damage. Will this incident provide Moscow with the justification for the possible coming, quote, shock and awe campaign against Ukraine in response? 
Strangely, Ukraine is quickly trying to distance itself from the drone attack, which some online pundits have already begun to claim and speculate could have been a false flag. You see various headlines. Ukraine has no links to drone attack on Kremlin. Ukraine not using resources to attack foreign territories. Ukraine don't have information on Kremlin drone attack. Again, I just I don't I really don't even know what to make of this. I guess their whole thing is they want to portray Ukraine as being solely defensive. But we know that's not true. I mean, they've made statements about attacking places inside Russia. I don't even know how you call this an assassination attempt. And I guess the scale is pretty big. I'm sure that that flag is huge. So the explosion is, is actually pretty sizable. But unless Putin is hanging out on top of the dome, some sort of mad supervillain, which would be pretty cool actually. I, do, I don't know how you call this an assassination attempt. The Kremlin says two drones were sent by Ukraine in an overnight attack on Moscow and government buildings, which it sees as an attempt to assassinate President Vladimir Putin. A Kremlin press statement called it a, quote, planned terrorist attack against Putin directly and says Russia has a right to respond, quote, when and where – uh, where and when it, de- it deems necessary. The president was not injured in the attempted attack and it's uh, and it's said to be safe and carrying on his regular work schedule after the drones were, were quote, downed. And they're saying drones, so apparently there were multiple, although in the video there's only one. Further, the statement emphasized that there was no material damage to the president's office from falling debris after Russian defenses disabled the inbound UAVs. So apparently one got through and there were more that were downed. The aircraft were downed using electronic warfare measures and caused no casualties or damage, it said in a statement. Moscow considers the incident an act of terrorism. Details further. The incident occurred late Tuesday night and both unmanned aircraft tell, uh, fell on the ground of the Kremlin in Moscow, according to the president's office. His schedule is not affected. Statement from the Russian president's, president's office emphasized, we consider this a pre-planned terrorist attack and an attempt against the Russian president. It happened, quote, ahead of Victory Day and the parade on May 9th when foreign guests planned to be present. The statement detailed two unarmed, uh, unmanned aerial vehicles were aimed at the Kremlin as a result of timely ap- actions taken by police and special services. Using radar warfare system, the, vice- the devices were disabled. Initial videos from the attack were being widely circulated, strongly suggesting the accuracy of the uh, Kremlin statements of a nighttime attack on, gov- on central government buildings in Moscow. However, they do appear to show a direct strike of at least one of the drones on the building. Fire can be seen on top of the roof of one of the iconic buildings of the Moscow Kremlin complex. The Russian president, presidential spokesperson followed up with, me- with this message after the initial Kremlin press release. As a result of this terrorist act, the president of the Russian Federation was not of the Russian Federation was not injured. His work schedule has not changed. It continues as usual. Putin's spokesperson Peskov explained that the head of state was not in the Kremlin during what he described as a Ukrainian UAV attack on Tuesday night. He noted that President Putin is currently working from his residence near Moscow. Yeah, I guess we just need to look more into this a little bit, but obviously what this portends is not a winding down of the Ukrainian conflict, not an approach towards peace. It seems like everything coming out of Ukraine or Russia in the last couple weeks has shown a slow but steady ramping up of the conflict. After all, Russia launched 
multiple massive barrages across the entire country of Ukraine, specifically targeting weapons caches. Because apparently the Ukrainians just kept all of the weapons that we sent them in a few large storehouses that the Russians found it incredibly easy to identify and destroy. This putting a bit of a damper on the planned counteroffensive from Ukraine and represent some of the biggest bombardments of Ukraine since the war began, including a attack on Kiev, which hasn't been seen in months. And now you have targets inside Moscow apparently being bombed with incendiary drones. Just off the top of my head, I guess the questions I have are how far can these drones fly? Because after all, Moscow's fairly well within the Russian borders, and these drones don't seem that big. It's hard, hard kind of to get scale, but until we get more information about this, and the mainstream media doesn't seem interested in covering it, I guess it's all speculation, but obviously some drones could fly essentially around the world without having to refuel. But a lot of these smaller ones have a very short deployment area, so it would have to come probably from – not too far away. I'm not sure of the capability of these UAVs. If they can come from Ukraine over the front lines all the way into Moscow and then all the way to the Kremlin, especially well, without some, being detected. Go ahead. I think your I think your earlier point about you know this uh, being something that uh, Russia, you know, Russia's response to this is really the issue. Whether it was a false flag or not, whether Russia carried this out or you know Ukraine actually penetrated. Uh, Russian airspace to get in close to the Kremlin, many uh, many of the responses that you see, especially uh, in this article and the one linked on Drudge, show that many people in Russia are like, hey, it's on now, mm. right? So Russia is ready, right? The uh, the editor of RT said, hey, is this, is this really going to start for real now? And right. noting that ahead of May 9th, right, where, where many people who are pro-military in Russia, they're ready to go to war. They're ready to go scorched earth. Yeah, I'm, I mean, false flag does seem like a pretty likely situation here. This this is really plays into the Russians' hands more than anything else. We'll cover more on the other side. Stay with us. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson to take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular would ever happen. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsTore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. You know, when I started first listening to Alex Jones, nobody 
and him was using the term false flag. I hadn't heard it anywhere. Of course, it's a term that's been around for hundreds of years, if not thousands. I mean, you would think this idea at least has existed as long as warfare has. The idea of committing an attack, wearing another country's colors to then blame that country and get the casus belli, the reason for war, and get your whole population behind you as you engage in military conflict that otherwise might not be so popular, might not have such public appeal without that inciting incident. But now it's like not only are false flags, it's like ubiquitous. Like everybody is saying everything's a false flag. Now it's like we have false flag, false flags. It's like now we don't know what is real and what isn't. You also have civilians committing false flags on themselves, right? Hate, every hate hoax is, is a false flag essentially. Every time you know, a rabbi sprays a swastika on his own synagogue or a you know, gay guy writes a slur on his own wall and then you know, goes crazy. I mean that, that's a, a miniaturized false flag. I just always think back to the video of, in 2016 of it was, it was a gay guy in a church who sprayed a swastika on his own church and wrote the F slur on the wall and got caught like immediately and was interviewed about it. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to do a false flag. I was doing a false flag. <laughs> so, I mean, false flags are just everywhere now. And it is this weird situation where it's like, it's a false flag of a false flag. Like, is, is that where we are now? Did Ukraine attack Russia in order to point at it and say this was a false flag of Russia? Like, it's very odd. It's very strange. All of this is somewhat baffling. I'm just looking at the latest updates from Sky News as they're covering this with a constantly updated uh, timeline. An hour ago, they posted this. What can we make of Russia's Kremlin attack claims? Details of an alleged drone attack on Vladimir Putin's presidential home overnight are sparse, with Ukraine yet to address the claims coming from Russia. But military analyst Sean Bell points out that there is a, quote, information war going on. Well, you don't say. He tells Sky News that Kiev made it clear that it has been attacking in an asymmetric approach with targets tending to be just over the border in Russia. They've never attempted anything as outrageous as this. They have been using drones to attack targets inside the Russian border, but usually just over the border and never so brazenly as to attack the headquarters of the Russian government in Moscow. The timing of this is very strange. Uh, you know, Victory Day is the celebration of the victory of the Soviet Union over Nazi Germany. And, of course, that ties very intricately into the rhetoric being used to justify the war as it exists now. But again, you just have to ask the question, like, how long is this going to go on and – What's next? I mean, what is next? Because clearly peace is not even on the table. If it is on the table, it's been brought there by China, of all people, as it seems like with some of the latest updates with President Zelensky meeting with China to discuss peace. I mean, it seems like they're the ones on the international geopolitical stage advocating for some sort of peaceful resolution to all of this. But in the meantime, Zelensky is 
I believe as we speak, in Finland as part of the publicity junket that seems to be his role in this war. As the whole reason and justification that Russia gave for the invasion of Ukraine is the steady and to them unacceptable encroachment of NATO over the last several decades as more and more countries in Eastern and Northern Europe are swallowed up by that so-called defensive organization. And now, of course, Finland and Sweden are next to uh, join the bloc, and President Zelensky is in Finland right now. You know, uh, as part of that, as part of the welcoming into NATO. So you've got Russia seemingly accelerating its offensive, you know, bombing targets that they've never bombed before, bombing campaigns on a larger scale than we've seen before in just the last few weeks. You've got Ukraine mounting multiple counteroffensives against Russia as they seem to be making good on their promise to carry out this war to the last Ukrainian. And, and you know, all of this should be colored and informed by the fact that they're doing in Ukraine what they plan to do really across the board, which is wipe the slate clean so that they can build the world as they want to see it. In other words, a government and a smartphone, digital ID, decentralization while centralizing everything into massive technocratic combines, replacing the native populations of countries with a constantly changing cycle of importations. I mean, you got to wonder what the Ukrainian people are thinking about all of this and this latest attack, whether it's a false flag or a legitimate attack or a legitimate attack being portrayed as a false flag. It's all very confusing, but I think it all goes to point to the reality that this war is nowhere near over. It's probably just getting started. And the only question is, where does it go from here, knowing that the road to peace is being guarded and you're being prevented from going down it? by basically the American hegemony, the Western hegemony that's been ruling the world essentially in our name but not for our gain or for our benefit or with our well-being at the forefront of their mind. But the imposed power structure that just like in Iraq and Syria and increasingly in Iran – our military might and our financial power is being used to cause and then take advantage of massive conflicts around the world. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's – I guess we can say it's either a f- false flag. Either Russia did this to themselves ahead of Victory Day as a way to you know, inspire their people and double down on the war going on or it was an attack from – Ukraine, an ill-advised one and poorly timed one, it almost doesn't matter where it came from because we're in a global atmosphere of illusion, of deception, of lies, put simply. Right? I mean, we're, we're 
and, and this is the thing, especially with some of the documents that were leaked, the Pentagon leaks about Ukraine, you can see just how thoroughly all of the intelligence agencies are infiltrated. And again, when you're looking at global geopolitics at this point, you have to understand everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Everybody has all this information. Like all the heads of the intelligence agencies all throughout Europe and Asia and the Middle East, like they all know who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, but they're all playing this role of pretending like they're trying to figure it out. In fact, there's a BBC documentary that just came out that suggested maybe that was a false flag. You know, those Russians had vessels, naval vessels in the ocean when the pipeline was attacked. So maybe Russia did it themselves. Now, in that situation, you look at that and you go, well, there's no benefit to Russia to attack its own pipeline. There's no benefit to anybody except for America, and we're the ones that did it. And the people involved have come out and said exactly how they did it and how it happened. But they're still pretending like they're investigating. They're pretending like they're trying to figure out who it is. And so this is all just a game. And if people were actually interested in digging in and doing research and learning about what's going on, it'd be a whole hell of a lot harder for them to get away with what they're getting away with. They rely on willful ignorance. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved even better. 10 hours clean energy, Turbo Force Plus, now in a canister, stronger, and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth, sold out for over two years. Just didn't get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. Bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. And the 
The advance on social media continues. We announced it yesterday. Uploaded a new video yesterday as well. We're, we're taking back social media, folks. Too long we have accepted the fact that we are routinely banned on social media. So we're going to get back into social media ninja style. We're, gonna, we're going undercover here. We're going to try not to get banned. I was thinking we should have some sort of contest where, like, callers make new social media accounts, post our clips, and whoever stays on the longest wins. <laughs> whoever doesn't get banned but does post our clips. I don't know. We'll have to, we'd have to figure that out. But we're doing it at Harrison Hill. Uh, is it Harrison Hill Smith on Instagram? All right, Harrison Hill Smith on Instagram, Harrison H. Smith on TikTok and Twitter. And so if you have Instagram or TikTok, please do share the clips that we're putting up. Our editors, Reese is staying late to put those out. And again, the idea is we don't want to be preaching to the choir. We love the choir. We want the choir to be active and, and singing, but we want our choir to be bigger. And so we need to take on social media once again. So please do go to uh, subscribe to us on all of those. And of course, you can go to band.video and download the videos for yourself. Uh, we still have a lot to cover. In the third hour, we're going to be joined by L from Big Dig Energy to get into the second part of the Jeffrey Epstein documents. Dinners with, uh, dinners with Lawrence Summers and movie screenings with Woody Allen. <laughs> Birds of a feather, am I right? prolific Hollywood pedophile. Yeah, that's the story that we're going to get into. Uh, in the second hour, we'll be taking your phone calls. In fact, I think I'll open up the phone lines for your calls right now just so we can hit the ground running in the second hour. The number to dial is one 789 2539 And of course, some of the biggest stories we covered in the Daily Dispatch, but could use a lot of elaboration are things like the Tucker Carlson revelations which are frankly hilarious. Media Matters and all these other organizations are leaking. It's behind-the-scenes footage from Tucker that just make him look cool and relatable. It's, it's, it's all very weird, folks. Like everything that we cover is just it's so strange. It's literally him just like being funny, like cracking jokes, and it's Media Matters being like revealed, leaked, racist Tucker Carlson rant that left producers terrified. And it's Tucker Carlson just being like, well, we can show you the videos. And that stuff's kind of funny. There's also so much more bizarre things going on that I want to cover. I want to cover mental health, especially where it comes to transgenderism, and also the future of net zero, so-called 15-minute cities, really the whole reorganization of the global economic system and the announcements that they're making, the statements that they are telling you they're going to do, what they're going to do. So I want to get into that as well. I'm just wondering where to go from here. Maybe we will do the Tuck Carlson stuff because many people haven't seen it and it is very funny. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just like me, you guys. really makes me wonder – our video doesn't go out to anybody when we're not on air, does it? I mean, there's not. So the, no, of course not. The way no, this definitely not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the way this works is all these news stations uh, have satellite uplinks 
that are going out constantly. I don't really understand. Maybe the crew could tell me how this works because we have like yeah, they act- purchase satellite time. They've got like a certain time that they purchase with satellites. And what happens is, is typically uh, at stations, they're like auto, their, their devices in their rack units are automatically programmed to connect at a certain time. And there are only a couple of things that can prevent that connection. But uh, essentially, if everything is, if all the ducks are in the row, there's just an automatic connection. And then there's a SAFID that is sent. And so, and so there's like alternate. So, you know, you've got the Fox News feed. That's what's broadcast to all the televisions. And you tune uh-huh. in and that's, that goes through the, the program. But yeah. at the same time, there's multiple other streams of like raw footage. Yes. Like behind the scenes stuff. So if you have access to these satellite feeds, which they're not closed, you if you have you, a, you have to have like a uh, you have to have a pretty expensive contract to have access to those. Right, so in, you, in order to get access to those, you, you pay a lot of money. But once you have access to them, you can you can just access them, right? You don't have to have permission yeah, from Fox it, News it, to it, access it, the Fox News feed. Sure, but they Fox News feed has to put those feeds up too. So right, there are a right. bunch of you know video signals that they have that they're not you know transmitting right. using that satellite uplink. Um, but yeah, it's it's for something. Typically, when you catch those faux pas or whatever, or you you tune into one of those satellite feeds, and someone's got their head down and they're just reading before they go live, or like it's or a, like that the Project Veritas release of the ABC reporter saying, "I had that story about Jeffrey Epstein. They didn't let me that she wasn't on air at that point, but right. the signal was going out, and well, somebody actually, was able to capture it offsite. I don't know if that one was actually gathered from. That may a, have been gathered I that was a, I thought that was a recording. That I'm pretty were, sure. They, I'm pretty sure that was one of those satellite feeds. Well, I, okay, I want I want to get I want to get to these videos, but, but that should lay the groundwork for like yeah. where these videos come from, uh, because these videos from Tucker Carlson are being released by Media Matters. Again, they're they're really just funny. We'll go with the funny funniest one first. Uh, clip number seven. Here's Tucker Carlson. Uh, again, aware that people are watching this video, and he refers to the bird. He's talking about the satellite that they're beaming through. Uh, so he knows that. Not just the people that they're trying to send the signal to, because I think he's preparing for an interview at this point, so they're probably using that signal to conduct an off-site interview. Uh, but he knows that people like Media Matters are able to grab this raw footage and are basically spying on him in lifetime, and he's responding to that. It's, it's very odd. Let's go now to uh, clip number seven. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cases is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. (laughs) Tucker's hilarious. Tucker should do a comedy show is what he should do. Uh, This next part, this next one's pretty funny too. Clip number nine here. He's talking to Piers Morgan. And again, showing some of that just extremely dry, uh, uh, very understated humor of Tucker Carlson. Again, this was pulled off of uh, the satellite while Fox News was transmitting but not broadcasting a feed from Tucker Carlson's studio. Everyone in this company is thrilled that you're doing this. I've gotten more calls from people about it. Oh, that's great. Whatever I've got to say, I've, I, when I came to um, New York a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't believe how welcoming and friendly everybody was. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, they, they really mean it from the owners on down. 
Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's cool to see it. I like that. It's it's a good, you know, people are nice in this company, I think. They've always been nice to me agree anyway. With I completely agree. Everyone's been very, very friendly and very nice, and I really appreciate it. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. It's, uh, it's yeah, fantastic. I bet that doesn't change. Of course. Yeah. It's just great to of have course. you on my show. I mean, I've been on yours enough times. It's great. I think it's totally cool. So let's, um, is, if we're going to talk about sex, I'd love to hit some of the fine points of technique. <laughs> but, you know, but it's your show. It's totally up to you. We can certainly talk about your sexual technique, especially after your tanning testicles last week. <laughs> Not mine. I, we'll, we'll speak in more general terms, but I've got something to add. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Bombshell. What? <laughs> again, okay, this, also, this we, being treated like a bombshell head. I mean, Media Matters is like, we got him, folks. He's he's just joking and being funny with a guest he's about to be interviewed by, or he's about to be a guest no, on. No, uh, yeah, yeah. But st- can we also appreciate the guy who moves, who comes in the studio and yeah. physically moves Tucker in the gym? Since we're talking about behind the scenes, you guys, stuff, you guys have never come in and, and moved my chair for me. I've moved my own chair here. Oh, I mean, the, the hey, disrespect with which I'm treated. Norm. Yeah, can you I, imagine I want... ever doing that to Alex when he gets just slightly <laughs> off center? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, here's some here's some behind the scenes baseball for people. You know, the the guy who does the the jib camera for Alex is typically the one who the guy who repositions all of Alex's cameras. He's constantly going, you know, camera to camera because Alex is so animated, right? Imagine that guy getting behind Alex and just physically pushing him, <laughs> physically moving him. I mean, and, and that's and like, but people on Twitter are pointing at that and they're like, he's got a guy to move his chair for. And it's like, they're just doing their job and Those he's on the phone with somebody. They're not right? going to interrupt him to be like, oh, sir, will you move three inches to the right when they can just scooch him a little bit? Yeah. And but they're, they're, tr- they're treating this like, like the, the, the biggest thing ever. Hold on. We got to, we got to go to break. We'll be back in the, uh, with the next hour. We're going to come back with a new report by Greg Reese that is absolutely huge. It's about COVID side effects, massively deadly. You do not want to miss this. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsTore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Thermography or thermal imaging can detect abnormal internal body temperatures, allowing it to highlight areas of inflammation and poor blood circulation. 
It is the most effective, non-invasive way of detecting deep vein thrombosis, otherwise known as blood clots. Biologist Felipe Reitz in Brazil has his own line of thermographic imaging equipment and began diagnosing his vaccinated patients who were injected with the COVID shots. What he found was extensive blood clotting throughout the entire vascular system in asymptomatic people who received the shot. This image was taken of a 23-year-old athlete. The dark lines are blood clots. This 23-year-old got the shot but has no symptoms. Felipe Reitz also conducted live blood analysis, and like we've been hearing from several other researchers, Reitz is reporting the presence of foreign structures taking shape in the blood of the vaccinated, and has shown how the blood cells clump together as a result of getting the shot. Last week, Dr. Richard Fleming posted a video of what happens when the genetic vaccines are added directly to human blood. After adding the Janssen vaccine to a healthy blood sample, the blood can be seen under magnification as it begins to clump and cluster together in real time. In studies performed by Natural News, it was concluded that these so-called blood clots are almost entirely lacking key marker elements that would be present in human blood, yet show significantly higher concentrations of elements that are used in electronics and circuitry. Meanwhile, the CEO of Moderna, the company that price gouged their customers by 500% for the deadly shot, was given a 50% raise after cashing in $400 million of stock. The longer we go without justice, the more acceptable this becomes. Moderna is now investing in the future of their clot shots. This is a piece of string, a strand. Doesn't seem like much. Unless it's a strand of mRNA, the code of life inside every cell of your body, then it has the power to change everything. mRNA has already changed how we fight viruses. It has created medicines at unprecedented speed. mRNA could change how we stand up to multiple diseases. widespread to the extremely rare. It could even individualize how we approach cancer. One strand of mRNA could change life for the better. us there. Moderna, this changes everything. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Where you can find and share that video at band.video. Thermographic imaging shows massive blood clots in the asymptomatic vaxxed. A silent killer lurking in the bloodways of people around the world. It was never going to be a massive 
rate of death. This plan has always been the slow kill. It has always been how do we kill the most amount of people? Part one, but the corollary to that, no pun intended, is how do we do it without them noticing? Right? If everybody got the shot, died as soon as they got the shot, that plan wouldn't have worked very well. So the plan is you inject them with something that kills them a year, two years, five years later. Hope you didn't fall for it. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Guys, you got to go to InfoWarsStore.com. You have to because while our crew is incredible, we're a man short. We're one man down. There's absolutely nobody to forcibly shove me back into the middle of the desk. I'm way off to the left now, and it, we, things can't continue like this. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Please find me somebody. Oh, look, now Matt's got to do it. So now nobody's taking the log. It's like we constantly got to be, be redoing things. All right, thank you very much. That, that feels better. I think that's a little bit better. Is that better? <laughs> you got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get that Fox News treatment. That was great. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm shifting. Darn it. Uh, it's all It's all funny. It's all very funny. We're going to be joined in the third hour by uh, L from Big Dig Energy to dig into the uh, De- uh, Jeffrey Epstein documents, the new tranche that has just dropped part two. And we'll uh, dig into that with her and see who's who in the list of pedophile compatriots can we call them that can we call them that we're gonna take your calls throughout this hour the number to dial if you want to call in is 1-877-789-2539 still some open lines there so call in now 1-877-789-2539 here's a story from gateway pundit that i mentioned a little bit earlier King Charles and the globalists set meeting for September to plot how to accelerate goals of the UN Agenda 2030 and the complete digitization of humanity. The World Economic Forum and United Nations are so concerned that the goals of Agenda 2030, Sustainable Development and the Great Reset, aka technocracy under a one-world beast system, are in jeopardy of not being fulfilled by the appointed date. And they've called for a summit in September to discuss how they can kickstart their stalled totalitarian agenda. And, of course, going back to the video that we showed at the beginning of the program today, it's all about crisis, 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 crisis. I mean we know how this works, problem, reaction, solution, create the crisis, cause panic about the crisis, demand more consolidation and power to deal with the crisis that you started. Never go back and try to solve what led to the crisis. Do the opposite. Right? Cover up the cause of the crisis because it was you after all. It was the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. I mean that's the, that's the strange thing about the World Economic Forum is you'll have on one hand speech after speech, entire buildings dedicated to the war in Ukraine. We will never give it up. And then speech after speech saying this war in Ukraine is destroying everything and, and – has to stop or as we played i mean when it cuts back and forth you literally have al gore screaming hysterically about all of the dangerous things that come from climate change while simultaneously in another building at the world economic forum 
there's some sort of hippie psychiatrist talking about how dangerous all of this is for mental health, how our mental health is suffering. So, I mean, literally, like literally just like in your face, they are being the fear mongers. And then with one hand, they're slapping you. And with the other hand, they're going, oh, do you need somebody to stop slapping you? I'm here to help. I know you don't like being slapped. So just give me power and I'll help you not get slapped. What? You know, like, I mean, they're just, it's so blatant. It's hard to even comprehend. It's also hard to comprehend how they think they could accelerate this anymore because the goals that they've set are dystopian to say the least, utterly unattainable probably in my lifetime, but they want to do it within the next seven years, and that's not fast enough apparently. One of the most outrageous things, this video, or rather this image, I was posted about a week ago. It's an official net zero 15-minute city set of goals. And they have it in t- by timeline, by decade. And you look at what they they themselves are claiming their goal is for the next decade. And you got to wonder how more people aren't raising an eyebrow at this look for example can we can we bring my screen look for example where it says uh flying their goal for 2020 through 2029 is that all airports except heathrow glasgow belfast close with transfers by rail so again this is a uk list and they're saying that in this decade all airports except for three will be closed by 2030 through 2049, all remaining airports closed. Shipping, all shipping declines to zero. Vehicles, all vehicles will be electric and smaller. But of course, that's just the beginning. In the next several decades, they want there to be absolutely no cars at all. And they have that in, in other charts as well. Here from uh, Bernie's tweets at Bernie Spoforth. On Twitter, 50-minute cities are not about convenience. They're about net zero control. C40 cities are working towards no private vehicles, three items of clothing per year, no meat or dairy, one short flight every three years. Of course, this is just for you. It's not for them. It's not for them. See, they'll, they'll still have their private jets. And whether that's because they'll pay poor people for their carbon credits so, you know, poor people that can't afford to fly anyway, well, why not sell your carbon credits to Bill Gates and he can gallivant around the world in his private jet? None of this is for them. None of these strictures, none of these restrictions will affect them. And, and it, I mean, it's just, it reminds me of so many different things. But, you know, obviously, as I've been calling it for a while, the Great Reset is the Great Consolidation. And it's no wonder that at the same time they're saying, well, all Airports have to close, all of them, except, of course, for the big ones that we control, except, of course, for the big ones that we use and that we control. I mean the whole thing is just about eliminating all of the independent operations, just ending outright any independent entrepreneurial human-level operations and consolidating them all into the most massive conglomerations that you possibly can. So it's hard not to see the continuity of this idea from 
airports, all, they're all going to be shut down, just one airport in the middle. Just like you can't have a bunch of family farms. You're going to have one big factory farm and then a bunch of apartments. We can't have a bunch of little independent regional banks. Those all have to collapse and then be folded into the massive corporate too-big-to-fail banking combines that already exist like J.P. Morgan. I mean it's happening across the board, and they're not shy about this. This is their stated goal. This is their desired outcome because it's all about control at the end of the day. It's not about money. Money is a very useful tool for them, but they have infinite money. They have all of the money. They have most of your money if you have a retirement fund. That's theirs now. They're using it to prop up beer companies who hire women as their advertising executives. And it's also just they just come out and say in interviews on mainstream media, on mainstream TV, people are like, are you worried about money running out? And they're like, well, money, I just push a button. I push a button and money <laughs> happens. So it's not about money. It's about control. It's all, all of this is about control, and that's all you need to understand. When you look at all this, you go, what is going on? Why are these people so crazy? It's just like, well, how does this contribute to their control? And the answer is readily apparent. And again, it's this, it's this like algorithm they run. It's just a, a program that they flip on whenever they want, and the wider American public seems utterly incapable of dealing with it. Where they do something like ban natural gas stoves. New York is slated to become the first state to ban natural gas stoves. So they come up with something just totally insane and outrageous and weird, and we laugh at it. You know, they come out and all at once, none of them have ever said anything about gas stoves before, but suddenly AOC and all the Democrats are making TikTok videos going, yeah, gas stoves are bad, duh, obviously. You're crazy if you want a gas stove. And it's like, this come you didn't believe this yesterday it's like well i do now and i totally believe it you're stupid and ignorant if you don't and everybody's like this is stupid and weird then they come back and go look at these conservatives that are worried about gas stoves <laughs> nobody's worried about gas stoves and then they ban the gas stove and we're just sitting here with our heads spinning go just going what i talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had i don't think anybody can deny it and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. 
So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. phone calls here momentarily but to wrap up with this coverage this is where I get I guess this is where InfoWars comes in because if you don't have the full scope view if you don't have the bird's eye 30,000 foot view of what is behind all of these programs and policy changes and things that just baffle normal conservatives I get why it would be baffling. I understand that it would be confusing when you're actually trying to contend with the excuses that the Democrats are making for their outrageous behavior because you're, you're fighting with shadows. You're fighting with illusions and lies. It's nothing that they say is really what's happening. Now, I think the people – I think a lot of the liberals are sincere in that they also don't understand what's going on. But they have received the programming message. They got the signal to their NPC brain, and they're just all in on whatever it is because they've been told to be. And I always bring up defund the police because I think that's sort of the best example of something that came from nowhere, is absurd on its face. And yet within a week or two, not only did everybody on the left – Agree that it was the right thing to do. I mean now they've sort of backtracked. The Young Turks is a good example where they were just like all in on defund the police, Black Lives Matter. If you oppose us, you're a racist. And now they're like, we didn't mean no police. (laughs) We didn't mean don't charge criminals. And it's like, well, what did you think was happening when you were championing the don't charge criminals policy? Like, again, I think they're sincere but stupid. Same with AOC. And when she's making this video, that's like uh, all these Republicans are like, you can take the gas stove from my cold, dead hand. Uh, it's called indoor air pollution, guys. And it's just like it's the same thing over and over where if you could go back in time, if you get in your little time machine and go back to the day before this stuff all became ubiquitous and everywhere and everybody agreed. If you went the day before and said, hey, are gas stoves a problem? They'd be like, what are you talking about? Gas stove? No. What? What? No, we're talking about like – like massive air, like deforestation and air pollution. Like, what are you talking about? Gas stoves. And then the next day, they're just like, yep, gas stoves. Gas stoves are the problem. They're the major problem. Uh, it's called indoor air pollution, sweetie. Okay. Like, it's really amazing the way that they're able to just take these totally arbitrary dictates from we don't even know where. I, I don't even know where they come from. I don't understand it. I mean, I do, right? It's the intelligence agencies, the World Economic Forum. They get together and go, all right, we're going to um, 
We're going to be getting rid of gas stoves in six months. So for the next six months, you need to start introducing that idea. First, in the first month, month, pretend that this is some sort of crazy idea that you haven't heard of, but at least get it into the public consciousness. Get people talking about it. Then the next month, uh, we'll have you know, the more scientifically authoritative people come in and explain why this is the right thing. Doing by the third month, we'll be authoring legislation to pull this out. We already have the legislation authored, but we have to play the game to pretend like this is a natural process that's occurring so people go along with it. You can skip all of the excuses they make because if you talk about natural gas stoves, some people think it's about climate change. Other people think it's about indoor health and like uh, mental the, the mental effect it can have, uh, breathing fumes in. But like you can just ignore all of that and just go, okay, they want everything electrified so it can all be controlled from a central platform. That's what it's about. It's about control. So like this, this, this is how you just skip by all of the confusion and argumentation about all of this. You just go, okay, this is about control. It's all about control. Everything they do is about achieving the end of absolute total unquestioned, unquestionable, unaccountable control over everything. And so if you go back to this chart from net zero where they say, first we're going to get rid of all of the airports except for ours, except for the big central one, and then we'll get rid of that one too. So no more airports. Nobody will be able to fly anymore except for us because we're important. Uh, You can go down to uh, appliances where they say in – by 2030, gas cookers phased out rapidly in favor of electric hubs and uh, hobs and ovens. Freezers, fridges, and washing machines become smaller. From 2030 to 2049, electrification of all appliances and reduction in size to cut power requirement. So again, this is all just part of the net zero 2030 agenda, which is not about your, the, your health. It's not about saving the earth it's about how they get control it's just it's just the function of evil evil can't seduce you by being evil it has to couch its activity in the language of beneficence this is like core aspect of what evil is you don't seduce people by going i'm going to imprison you and abuse you you got to get them in first. Then you abuse them. Then you take advantage of them. And again, if you just look at some of the uh, charts they're coming out with, some of the things they're announcing, zero private uh, vehicles by 2030. They want zero meat consumption, zero dairy consumption. And again, you just have to look at this and just go, this is not a there's not a suggestion they're making. You know, these aren't good charitable people. They're going, you know, we really think it's healthy for everybody to not eat meat. So we're going to tell people why it's so healthy and hope that they can change so we can better the world. They're doing this by force. They're doing this as a global government structure when if this was being done to you on an individual level, nobody would stand for this. If I was just forcibly coming into your life and making it impossible for you to eat meat – Like if I snuck one of those little, you know, there's ticks that make you allergic to meat. If I like did that to you, if I put a tick on you and made it bite you so you got this allergy and you can no longer eat meat, you'd probably hate me. You'd probably hate me a lot. 
That's why they have a long-term plan to do this on a global scale in slow but sure stages that they've planned for decades. And now they're saying that they need to accelerate this program, likely because the awakening is occurring and people are realizing, not like they're understanding that you shouldn't get distracted by debating whether gas stoves are causing greater indoor air pollution and just go, I know what you're doing. I know what you're up to. You want total centralized control so you can surveil and have process level veto power over my every activity. It's obvious. I remember that one of the most obvious things was the smart meters where you look at it, you go, what is the justification for smart meters? Right? You've got an electric meter, the old way, it just it would just have a little thing that rotated and it would just show how much energy you've used. Because that's what you need to know to charge somebody. You just need to know how much they've used. And they're like, well, we're going to go through. We're going to replace all of them in the city. We're going to spend millions of dollars to replace every single meter with a smart meter that tells you exactly which outlets are being used and which appliances are being used. And it's like, and we're going to use it to just do the same thing that the old meter did. There's no benefit actually tangible for why you'd want this until you realize, oh, it's about control. And then you see years later, you've got announcements in the uk and elsewhere saying you know these smart meters could be used to surveil people and it could be used to tell us exactly what people are doing and when they're doing it now that they're installed you know we might as well use it to uh uh save old people yeah we're gonna save old people because we can see if they don't take tea at normal time maybe we should go check up on them just ignore all of their lies just ignore all of their excuses and just understand building a system of control turbo forces back sold out for eight months and it's turbo force plus we made it even stronger the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere turbo force is back in stock at infowarsstore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine it's not just wide spectrum nash natural herbs that time release over 10 hours should be called 10 hour energy it has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Rainforce Plus is great. Rainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turboforce, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. About halfway through the show here, we go out to your phone calls. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Incredible supplements. Uh, is TurboForce even a supplement? What would you call this? I mean, it's a it's a drink mix. Tastes amazing. Really, that's it's one thing. Schedule 5. Schedule 5. What? Neutro, new, new, it's a, neutro, it's a neutropic. No, it should be Schedule 5. It's that good. <laughs> it is, should be Schedule 2. Should be Schedule 1. You should have to get this from a pharmacy. Yep. You should have to have a doctor's note to have something this powerful. Now, it is incredible. Memory and focus, Turbo Force Plus. It's a tropical uh, berry flavor. 
That's one thing. I mean, I've I've seen the commercials where Alex is talking about, you know, all the new nootropics and the herbal energy blend and that sort of stuff that's been added to it, but not a lot of talk about just that it literally just tastes better. It just it really tastes good. And the old version tasted good too, but uh, I really like the, the taste a lot. I think that's been improved. It's Turbo Force Plus available and on sale for 25% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can leave it out the fact today. that it's like 40% more Turbo Force. 40% was, more Turbo. So you're yeah, getting more. It's more powerful. Packets. It tastes better. It's on sale. What do you have to lose, folks? Hey, your, can I borrow some of that? Your tiredness. No, uh, I don't have any actually. <sighs> yeah, sorry. No, it's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> I'm really dragging right now. That's ah, shoot. Well, you should should have gone to infowarsstore.com earlier. You'd have a you'd have a mighty supply. All right, with that we got to your phone calls. Infowarsstore.com. Please do support us. Again, we are in a fight for our life. Uh, as much as we try to have fun on this show, our job at Infowars is just more important than ever and more difficult than ever and your support at Infowars store and online by sharing our links, sharing our clips, just shouting us out whatever you do. It's the it's the it's the ammo in our guns. It's the gas in our tank. We really appreciate it so much. And uh, with your support, I'm very I'm very optimistic about our victory in this ultimate conflict between good and evil. With that, we go to Clown Car. Clown Car from New York City, uh, Hollywood. Not doing so great these days. The writer's strike has ground things to a halt. Late night shows don't exist anymore. What, what do we do about this clown car? Well, we've got to replace the funny bone. Remember the game operation? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong answer. So listen, what we got to do is burn Hollywood burn, as to quote the great Chuck D from Public Enemy, who once said, um, Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant nothing to me because he was uh, insane. So that's kind of the way that the whole thing with Hollywood's gone these days. It's it molded us. Hey, look at that guy. Oh, he's so beautiful. What is he? He's a vegan. Oh, he eats algae in a Petri dish. Oh, I want to be like them. So, but how do we, you know, it seems like Hollywood is dying on its own, but they ju- they're like zombie mode right now. Like they're still just acting like, you know, it's 20 years ago and the people still care about celebrities. And I mean, it, you sort of forget if you go back and listen to old radio shows from like the 2000s or whatever, even though like every radio show, I mean, celebrity gossip is like the number one thing people talked about. It's got switched well, over to politics with Donald Trump, but people used to just like obsess over celebrities. It was like the top news every single day. And they're still acting like that. It's obviously collapsing. Nobody cares about these people anymore. All uh, right. So Harrison, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever heard the urban legend that the Fuji's uh, are racist, that they'd rather starve than have white people buy their CDs? I've, yeah, I've heard something like that. Okay. It never happened. What happened was I was on the Howard Stern show for many years. I was showing the white rapper or caller in her and uh, kind of wag packer elite guy and got to do some pretty amazing stuff for the Stern Show. Actually, I convinced the guy, Brett DeLamere, to fly into Buckingham Palace with a parasail, holding a sign that said DOS, the Disciples of Stern, which was a little group of undermining the Stern Show guys that I was part of to, to rile Howard up. Um, okay, well, we would, I'm going to add, add that to potential uh, publicity stunts for American Journal, but go on, keep going. So, um, well, this guy, he approached us outside the Stern Show. He was the guy that flew into the Tyson fight. And me and a couple of guys were outside the Stern show, and he said, hey, how do I get on the show? So we jokingly told him, fly into Buckingham Palace, and we'll get you on the show. 
And uh, as they beat him to the ground in Buckingham Palace, he was screaming, I'm a journalist, not a terrorist. Anyway, so to go back to the Fuji. So there was a time that I was trying to book Wyclef on the show. Me and Wyclef went to Five Towns College together out in Long Island. He's a good friend of mine. I know he's not racist, and I know Lauren's not racist, and I know that Praz is not racist, but he might be an FBI informant, so I've heard. Anyway, so Wyclef, I was a good friend of mine. I tried to get him on the show. He had a hit song at the time with the Fugees, and the album was going number one, and Gary told me, Baba Bowie, the producer of the Stern Show told me, don't bother unless they have some something to talk about, some controversy. You know what the show's about, Sean. Right. So I called Clef back. I said, I don't know. This isn't going to work. I can't just book you on the show because you got a number one song. He says, do whatever you do. Make up one of these crazy stories that you do all the time on the show. Because I was a phony phone caller for the Stern Show for 25 years. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Sean the Right Rapper, yeah. I mean, I do a little kind of phony phone callers to you guys, you know, with the voices and stuff every now and then. But over there, I was I was kind of a big deal. Like, they'd fly me to different events and bring me to all the big shows and pay for my hotels and stuff like that. So anyway, um, going back, so that's how we did it. So we, we spoke to Gary, and we said, listen, we saw Lauren Hill on, on MTV the other night. Said she'd rather starve than have white people buy her CDs. And they booked her right on the show the next day. I got on the show to kind of clarify, to let Clef know, and, uh, you know, it was, it was the way to get on the air back then. So like you said, gossip and everything was a big deal, especially for the Stern Show back then. Let me tell you another great uh, urban legend or fable that I created as well, that Steven Spielberg was on MSNBC and he said that Howard Stern's movie was like his marriage, a failure. And uh, Howard didn't like that. And he attacked Steven Spielberg for like a week and a half until DreamWorks called up and said, what are you screaming about Spielberg about? And he said, he was on MSNBC. And he said, my movie Private Parts was like my marriage of failure. And he goes, no, he didn't. Who told you that? He goes, uh, uh, who told me that? A guy who called in told me that. <laughs> so Howard got duped. I've duped That's Howard a hundred times. And I'll keep on duping him. Listen, I broke into their voicemail system. Their, 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 their Westinghouse, Infinity, uh, like 400 voicemails one time. I accidentally broke into it. I started changing all the incoming messages all the way up to Mel Carmazin, who was the president of CBS and Infinity Broadcasting at the time. I changed his incoming message to, you've reached the white rapper hotline. You know, that. W- whether, it was, whether it was Howard Stern or, you know, Opie and Anthony, there was a time when those like wars were going on where you had the pests and the whatever Howard Stern's folks called themselves. That's sort of the energy that we need now because – like you and like so like literally millions of people back then would i mean they could get they could get crowds on the street they'd be doing these outrageous stunts and pranks and things and about nothing i mean no offense but you know about celebrity gossip and like just to get views and to to just like have a little fun and i guess that is sort of the energy that that transformed into donald trump like that's the energy we need now is people like willing to take those risks and willing to make a spectacle out of themselves but doing it in a way that actually draws people into the info war and you know has a purpose behind it like we need that sort of chaotic rambunctious childish energy I will help lead the charge, my brother. I'm in New York. I got, you know, I rolled the Freedom Rally. I rolled with a lot of people out here, aside from up ground, above ground, all over ground, you know, underground. The whole place is, is, is in my in my reach. And a lot of people, they love me. They know me personally. I've dealt with every, almost everybody in Brooklyn on a, on a one-to-one level. So, you know, let's do it. Let's let's start some. I got my big Beastie Boy event I do every year. I'm going to do the Hip Hop 50 with uh with the New York City Council, so I'm, I'm doing a bunch of big stuff this year out here. Well, keep keep it up, Clown Car, and thank you uh, so much for that call. Very, very interesting stuff, and I, I agree with your sentiment about Hollywood. Burn, baby, burn. Uh, let's go quickly to Wayne in Texas. You want to talk about Tucker Carlson and Rupert Murdoch. Go on, Wayne, you're on the air. 
Hey, Tucker. I mean, hey, Harrison. Um, I just wanted to call and, and voice my disgust for News Corp because as I'm sitting there and I'm watching Lawrence Jones last night interview Lucian Graves, the co-founder of the Satanic Temple, who just had SatanCon in Boston, where the first religious controversy of our nation before it was a nation began with the Antinomian controversy, mm. which is the left-hand path of Satanism, nonconformity through the concept of transgression. I'm sitting there watching him be years, and I remember the Satan con. You know, they're up there and they're tearing up a Bible. Yeah, tell you what, we got to go to wait. Uh, got to go to break, Wayne. But uh, we'll, we'll come back to you because I, I didn't realize that interview happened. I want to hear uh, what occurred and what your thoughts on it are. Stay tuned, folks. More calls on your other side. L joins us in the third hour. Don't go anywhere. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved even better. 10 hours clean energy, Turbo Force Plus, now in a canister, stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof, sold out for over two years. Just going to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. A bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Now, I would love to interview the head of the Satanist Church in America. I think that would be a very fun interview. In fact, Matt, maybe we can we can get on that. We've been having a, a lot of great guests recently, and we're going to continue that trend. We've got a couple of good ones coming down the pipe. Excited to uh, talk on air with, but they're all generally people I agree with. Maybe a little bit more contention is what this show needs. But apparently, uh, the head of the Satanic Church in America, I say to even call it that, was interviewed on Fox. Wayne in Texas called in about it. What was this uh, interview like? What were your What was your takeaway from this, Wayne? So as I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm first of all, I'm, last, I'm laughing to scorn at the hypocrisy of, of News Corp 
and uh, of the Satanic Temple, you know, Lucian Graves as a co-founder, because he's as he's on there in his feigned madness doing the Satanic psychodramatic doubling that they do, where the victimizer or feigns being a victim, like he's at a loss for his right to free speech and this and that. I, uh, I'm reminded of in Boston at SatanCon, a Bible getting torn up as a display of their freedom of speech before the whole crowd. And not only am I reminded of that as he's thanking Lawrence or congratulating Lawrence Jones on being in what was formerly Tucker Carlson's time slot, of how News Corp is the owner of Zondervan, who is the largest publisher of Bibles in the world, in particular the New International Version, which, you know, of course, original King James has no copyright, and they added to it and watered it down and copyrighted the new words and the commentary and everything else. But just just the absolute hypocrisy. We're talking about News Corp, who own, you know, uh, uh, you know, tabloids, you know, that publish, you know, titles like F1 Boss has thick Nazi orgy with five hookers and, you know, the color of compromises and things like that. And they're offended by Tucker exercising his freedom of speech in a non-esoteric way publicly where he's willing to stand on it. And yet they allow people like Lucian Graves and their display, like they did in SatanCon, to come on uh, into that time slot, not even a week later. It's just the absurdity is, is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's it's so insulting, and I I mean I guess it's in a lot of ways it's it's Christians' fault for not just like standing up for their religion, but you just you cannot imagine this happening to any other religion. I don't. I mean, it's taken decades, I guess, uh, infiltration and subversion of the church to convince people that Jesus's message was just to like let people abuse you and your family and don't do anything about it. Like, yeah. and you see it all the time. People, you know, leftists will go up and go, you have to tolerate me because Jesus said to be tolerant. And it's like, no, he didn't. What are you, what are you talking about? That never happened. He wasn't tolerant. You're not tolerant of sin. You're not supposed to be tolerant of sin. You're supposed to, for your own sake, for the sake of your own soul, not, not uh, indulge in the feeling of vengeance or hate in your own heart. But you're not supposed to sh- shrug your shoulders and and co-sign the most egregious anti-God activity you can possibly imagine. And again, it's like Tucker Carlson will be like, this George Soros guy is undermining our uh, justice system. Totally obvious. It's all like on paper, mainstream media articles. George Soros gives hundreds of billions of dollars to these DAs who then don't fight crime. Like n- none of it is even – speculative or objectionable at all and it's just like the adl and splc just like anti-semite he hates jews because he talks about george soros and it's like well here's a guy who is an avowed satanist whose event the headlining event was uh, tearing up a bible and just saying how much he hates christians and they're like well get him on get him on for an interview let's hear what he has to say it's just like can christians not defend our religion did have we lost that ability or can we demand just a modicum of respect in the civilization that we built? Fox News, yeah, well, uh, Fox News guest and Satanist has hell of a good time trolling outlet over a lawsuit. Just cuck energy from Fox News. Just, oh, I'm being abused? Oh, okay. Final, final thoughts, Wayne? we got to move on to other callers. But uh, yeah, your, your, your calls <laughs> made me mad. Not you, but just the whole concept is just infuriating to me. Oh, it, it triggered me, man. I mean, this Lucian Graves also bears a tattoo called the P-Cross, which is from the Process Church of the Final Judgment, 
a satanic church. They interloped with the Mansons and a whole bunch of different people. It also bears a striking resemblance to J.P. Morgan's trademark and predates it, by the way. But, you know, I mean, this this guy comes on and, you know, acts, like I said, just it's just all a charade, man. It's feigned madness, and we're just supposed to, you know, perceive that, you know, that they, they, they have some type of entitlement that we aren't allowed to. We can't voice, you know, our disgust or disdain or shame right. uh, that this is allowed to go on and continue to exist. But what I did want to ask is if, do you think that Bible they tore up was a Zonder van? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, good. it's, uh, it's a good question. It's, uh, it's sickening. Hey, it's the same thing. Like, can you imagine? Can you can you possibly imagine a Muslim news outlet inviting somebody on who had just made headlines for burning a Quran? I mean, it's just. It's not even that like we need to be the Muslims or the Jews. It's not like we need to like arrest anybody who talks bad about the church. But it's just like. Can we not just have a modicum of self-defense when it comes to somebody actively trying to destroy the foundations of your faith, your civilization, your family, and everything you believe in? I mean, come on. Just like a modicum, just an iota of self-defense would go very, very far in this. Thanks so much for that call, Wayne. Very good stuff. Let's go to Ferris in California. Let's talk about the bank collapse. Massive decline in banking stocks yesterday uh, after a, a Fed meeting. Some banks dropping 6% in a single day, just all, all the regional banks, of course, all the small uh, scale banks. Uh, Ferris in California, what do you have on this? Hey, Harrison. How you doing today, man? Um, I really appreciate you and your show. Uh, I just wanted to hop in just say we are really living in the uh, American right now, and everything seems to be coming to uh, fruition. We live in a fake system with not real money. We have something what we call... Fiat money, which is technically just monopoly, and it's printed to the maximum. And, you know, the banks only hold 10% of whatever we put in there, and it's not even ours. And here we go. We got them banking on this 90% of the money that we put in there, and it's being banked out for them. And you know what? People decide to remove their money from the banks and, you know, collapse the Ponzi scheme. And what, what, what do we get? We get big bailouts for uh, the big banks. Uh, nothing really for the small banks is being consolidated. And uh, it's just we're moving down the needle of what I would say, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum has in, has in, uh, has in, has in store for us. And uh, Harrison, I just wanted to mention one thing. I don't know if this is really talked about on the show uh, in general, but I just wanted to let people know, like, in 1971, Nixon took us off of the gold standard. And at the same year, 1971, that year, Klaus Schwab, he founded the World Economic Forum. and Under the tutelage of uh, Henry Kissinger, who was at Harvard oh. as part of a CIA recruitment operation. Yep, you're exactly right. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's just the, – this history is just missing from people's minds. It's like we live in this, this completely fake Hollywood world. Obviously, they've the intelligence agencies trying to form this within every single American's mind so that they la, – la, 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 just go through their lives – not expecting anything that's this big that is coming in. Literally, this is, it's, uh, all I can say is, in my opinion, this has been known for a while, and I believe our political system has their pockets filled. Yeah. I believe this is a uni-party system. I believe we are all in this stage, this big theatric stage of Hegelian dialectic Marxism, and, uh, 
No, you're, they're, you're, they're you're, you're exactly right. And like almost to a certain extent, it's like the globalists are almost right that like we do deserve it. Like the, the fact that they tell us what they're going to do and nobody cares, it, it's, it's like that's all it takes is caring. All it takes is standing up against what they're doing. All it takes is stopping them. Like it's not, it's not yeah. actually that hard. They don't actually have a gun to your head. But if you just don't care and just go along to get along, just think, well, you know, it's just – Oh, I'm getting digital money now. That's cool. Like you just deserve it. You yeah. you kind of deserve it. And yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a choice we all have to make. Thank you for that call, Ferris. I want to get to one more before we uh, go to break. And in this uh, second hour, Kashan in Canada, geo location tracking. Uh, Sean, go ahead. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking my call, and uh, congratulations on your baby. That's Thank you. Absolutely wonderful. One minute um, left, Kashan. We won't be able to hold you. Yeah. Over. So quick. I just want people to be aware of a company called Inca Digital and low energy Bluetooth devices. Uh, the great consolidation is happening. And now with these supercomputers, uh, they can monitor all these data sets. Uh, thank you for taking my call. And uh, I guess you're going to go to break. Inca, how do you spell it? I-N-C-A? Inca Digital. I-N-C-A dot digital. They were partnered with FTX before the collapse. And if you look at the bottom of their page, they're also partnered with the Department of Defense. So their whole job is to map every single transaction that's happening on the blockchain. Interesting. Interesting. All right, that's a rabbit hole we'll have to travel down one day. Folks, we'll be back on the other side with L from Big Dig Energy. We'll be getting into the latest revelations about old Jeffrey Epstein and his really good friends who've never heard about him. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. 